0: Hello there, this is Ed McCarty. Welcome to Hoofin' It Podcast with everything horses and livestock.
1: Hi, this is Jana Harrington-Barkus with Hoofin' It Podcast. And
0: this is Melissa Cowan.
1: Hey, Melissa, I'm super excited today. Who do you have with us?
0: Today, well, you remember when Dill Shields was on with us, right? Yes,
1: yes, that well, was fun. It
0: was fun. He's nice. He is. And he mentioned... Angel Rain Stable. Right. right? right, Yeah. Well, I reached out to Catherine and she's joined us today.
1: Oh my gosh. I can't (laughs) wait to hear from her. I
0: know. It's real exciting. Dell had a lot of good things to say about your program and it just got us all excited to talk to you. So I reached out to you like think the next day. So we're real excited, Catherine. And so everybody, this is Catherine Zachman from Angel Rain Stable. She is here to talk to us about the program that they've got in St. Augusta, Minnesota. Is that right?
2: Yep, it sure is. Okay. Yep, in Minnesota.
0: Okay. So, Catherine, let's just dig right in. And why don't you just kind of tell us how this got started?
2: Oh, boy. Um, well, I'll, I'll just let you know, it really wasn't my idea. Um, it truly is a mission that God placed on my heart. And so when he asks you to do something, you do it. And so that, that's, that's how it started, but I've always loved horses forever. And, um, I grew up in a big family and my mother and father were just really good people and I have a heart for helping and it just kind of goes together.
0: And so, okay, so you, uh-huh. your, your, title is founder correct and and you wear many hats we talked about that briefly
2: (laughs) well yes that is the way it goes um i'm also considered the executive director and honestly ranch hand um it is a it's a group effort we're all volunteer other than our part-time bookkeeper she just works amazingly hard so it's it's just yeah i wear many hats and i think a lot of people um
0: with horses do yeah. And so did you grow up with horses? And is that what had the, you know, did you have this passion in your heart all along?
2: Well, you know, yes, I am one of those. Well, okay, two two things. No, I didn't have them, but I always loved them. I was born loving and wanting horses. Um, when I was a kid, my parents had a lake lot, just just a, a small piece of property north of in that I grew up in northern Minnesota and my dad would go out there um to the lake lot and go fishing and whatnot and there was a horse stable on the way and I was able to stay back and ride horses um I think it was two dollars and 25 cents at the time but that really (laughs) that's changed It it was trail horses and it was so much fun but even before that I was drawing them in school you know just your typical horse girl just loved them can't explain it but um, and then at age forty, I got my first horse. So that's kind
0: that's of wonderful. When it all yeah, you know, I've told lots of people you're never too old to start riding. No,
2: not at all, Mm-mm, and I don't plan to quit. I've got a lot of friends in their sixties and seventies, and yeah, we have no intention of quitting. Nope. <laughs> at all. me
0: neither. When did you guys start this program?
2: You know, I believe it about five years ago. The idea was. Well, it was longer than that, but we started doing the work about five years ago. And during COVID, we actually got our 501c3. So we did the work before we had our 501c3 um, status, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's been steadily um, growing. You know, Angel Reigns is simply a place of horses and healing. Uh, We have rescue horses, and we serve at no charge um, veterans survivors of human trafficking, young women ages 13 to 17, and others suffering from depression, anxiety, grief, and more.
0: Yep. And so when, how did you get involved with the, we'll start with the trafficking because you know that a lot of people didn't realize how many um, people this affects in the U.S. with the the trafficking.
2: yes. It's rampant. It's, it's, it's all over. Um, You know, how I started helping survivors of human trafficking was through horses. I actually rescued a pair of Haplinger sisters. And somebody mentioned I should get in touch with a woman named Cece Turlow. And at the time, Cece Turlow was was an executive director of a ranch that was helping young girls that were trafficked. So I visited with Cece, and we were going to adopt the horses out. But that, that started my journey with the knowledge of, oh, my goodness, there is trafficking. Cece moved on, started a beautiful nonprofit called Terabith Refuge here in our area. And Cece's a big proponent of equine-assisted therapy. She knows how affected it is. So she um, reached out to me. Um, we started our nonprofits. She started a little bit before me, but we have partnered Oh, um, great. to help women. Yeah, so that's how that started. Yep.
0: That is awesome. You started out with the half-lingers, and you were working with the the, the women's trafficking. Was it is it a group yep. there locally that that keeps them in a safe place?
2: Yes, they're in a safe home and they're in a, a beautiful program at that facility. And they do come out weekly. Um, some weeks they're unable to, but we have different programs for them. Yep, and it, it's it's amazing what the horses will do for these.
0: Um, remarkable women. Oh yeah, I know. I've seen it.
1: And and how traumatic would that be? You know, I I I just I don't even want to think no, about it and know how no, they it, feel it actually. You guys, know?
2: Is, um, many of our horses, actually 12 of our horses are rescues, and they come with their own trauma. They've been starved, they've been beaten. They've been neglected. The list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. And there actually is a parallel with our, our rescues and many of those we serve. They do suffer from PTSD. They do have anxiety and depression. Um, our horses with love and care and time, they do rebound and they learn to love and trust again. And the same goes with the people we serve.
1: It's horses just, are very forgiving, aren't they? It's
2: just a beautiful interaction,
0: yeah. That you use um, rescued horses to rescue lives. That's what I always like to say because it, it really does they really do help so much.
2: you know they do. I don't they seem to have this innate understanding and you guys are horse people, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing you you see that. They just know. they just know what people need and um, somehow they tap into something inside a person where the person um, is allowed to feel safe, not judged. There's no agenda, mm-hmm. and together they heal. That's what we find.
0: Right. It's an amazing connection to watch, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You're
2: so right. It really is.
0: So with the veteran program that you have, now how'd you get involved with that? How'd you get involved with the veterans?
2: Well, you know, God, God put a few groups on my heart. He just made it clear who we were going to reach out to help. Um, my dad was in the Korean War, and we just, love God, we love our country, and I love horses. So um, it just was natural. To reach out to veterans, and we do work with our area St. Cloud VA. They come out currently monthly, sometimes more than that. Um, their programming's a little bit different than the women's. Each group is a little bit different, but at the end of the day, it's interaction with horses and a safe place. And um, but yeah, that's how I kind of reached out to the vets. So it was just put on my heart.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and that's that you're fantastic. Able to partner with that with that group. It's mm-hmm. really good to be able to get into those organizations, you know, that so that you can help them.
2: You know, it's 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 a blessing. It's just really rewarding, um, all the way around. So it's an honor. I mean, our veterans. Holy cow! Who is more deserving than our veterans? You know, mm-hmm. they they chose to go to war. Some did, actually, the older ones. And they fought for our rights to have horses, to love this country. I think they deserve everything and more. There's the very least d- we can do. I so, agree with you. Yes, we do. Yeah, serve them, love them, provide a nice meal, fun time, a place to relax. And, of course, um, some of the veterans do ride. Some just hang out in the barn. Some um, interact with the horses. So, But, yeah, I have the utmost respect
0: for our veterans. Yep and for your it's your facility so you're in minnesota do you have like a, a large indoor arena to help with the weather <laughs> not
2: yet not yet that's coming we hope we we keep hoping it will make things so much easier um we do have a barn with eight stalls 12 by 12 and we have a heated um well now it's our lounge it used to be our tack room um where we have a couch and a couple of chairs and quite a few actually and the bathroom, and so we do have a heated, <laughs> heated spot that we can gather, and that's been really helpful, um, in Minnesota, but we are hoping and praying we'll get that arena that's really going to open the door for a lot more of what we can do.
1: Yeah. Sure, but that's super nice to be able to have a warm place, mm-hmm. you know, sit yeah. on the couch, relax, and...
2: Exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. there's, that's definitely, you know, something we're working towards. Yeah, well, and you know, we just... We do a lot with that.
0: And just being in the barn, just being in the barn with the horses surrounding you and that whole atmosphere, it's so mm-hmm. relaxing anyway. I mean, you don't have to be on the horse, just being oh, around them, you know?
2: You're, yes, you're so right. You know, a lot of our programming is on the ground. It's it's merely being with the horses. And um, it is, like you say, very healing, very therapeutic, relaxing. Um, there's something very soulful about it. We do offer lessons to our, the gals in the Pegasus program, our young girls, we have veterans that take lessons. And so we do offer that experience as well, but that's not always it. Sometimes it's just watching the horses, The vets will enjoy watching them.
1: How young uh, oh, do you take?
2: You know, we start our, our program at age 13 to 17 for the young gals and then, um, the survivors, the ages vary, and veterans, same deal, ages vary. But as far as the, the program for the young girls, it's thirteen to seventeen.
1: Okay, yeah, it's always interesting. We talk to so many people of you know wh- where they focus, um, you know, their right. time with,
2: and the need is so great. There's, I wish we had more of this. Um, because so many people need help and we get calls daily and I wish we could serve and help them all but we can't um
0: but we do what we can yeah right. so you're you're probably getting a waiting list <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah. yes in fact after this um, visit here I've got a few calls to make about um mothers of young women that would like to be in our program and yeah, there certainly is and and we'll do our best, and one day we hope to help share how we do what we do. We actually attend rode to the horse, and as their coffee sponsor. Oh, and neat! Every year, people. Yeah, it's an honor. We're just honored. It's, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful um, world champion cold starting event, and the people stop by the booth and they wonder how do you do what you do. So we mm. are working on that to be able to share with people how do you do this, and, and it, hopefully, was, yeah. Um, yeah, we actually wrote a, a 10-week program called the Pegasus Program, and it's it's totally unique to us. Um, I say that because I had plans of just Googling and copying and pasting, mm-hmm. and then I, I took this trip up north, um, the Gunflint Trail, which is it's literally by Canada, and I did something kind of foolish. I took up the back roads by myself, and it was 11 degrees, and... I was on this road that was starting to be snow-covered, and there's no way back. You 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 couldn't turn around. It was one one lane in the middle of nowhere. Oh man! And it was <laughs> yeah. And um, out of that fear, that was born 45 minutes of trying to get to a main road. I got to the main road. I thought that is not it. I I knew I needed to include fear in this program. And honestly, God wrote the program. I I'm not a writer, but we have a really beautiful 10 week program that was born out of something kind of ridiculous. And, um, it's highly (laughs) effective. It's just, it's really cool. And so I would like to share with people how we do this stuff and I can't take any credit. I'm just, I'm just doing what he asked me to do. Um, and we have the best volunteers on the planet. They're like family. Um, everybody wants to help. They love the horses. They love the mission and they have the biggest heart. So
0: I'm so grateful. That that, is um, How many volunteers do you have? That's a good question.
2: I would say a solid 10, but it just depends on schedules and whatnot. There's a core group that's even smaller, be more involved in the barn, and I love that work. I'm a horse gal, but there's also the computer now and emails and calls and all the other stuff that goes on with the, the nonprofit, so
1: That's where you have to be to get to to get, you know, everybody's got their phones and they're busy and they're looking up on the phones. You know, you have to have your social medias and and websites and stuff so that you can let people know, even people that are close to your area, you know, um, let them know you're there. So it it does take time for somebody to sit down and do that part, doesn't it?
2: It does. Yep. It all takes time. Yep. And again, we, we don't have staff. So we just all pitch in and do our best. I'm kind of doing the social media bit and
0: um, yeah, so there you go. Well, I think that's great. You got a team that's pulling together, Mm you know? Oh, oh, they're the best. It's absolutely without a
2: doubt. Yeah. And it's become like family. Everybody knows what's, and they're so good to each other and everybody's uplifting. It's just, it's a really good energy. And you need Um, that support to have that too.
0: Yes. You need that
2: support. Hey, Melissa, let's
0: take a quick break. Thank you for joining us today. Our podcast is sponsored by... Better Equine, the manufacturer of B.E. Saddle Pads. Tree, pure and natural skin and
1: body care products.
0: L.E. Quarter Horses and Cattle Company offers tune-ups, riding lessons, colt starting, cattle doctoring, day work. And Living Life Ranch, located in Gardner, Kansas. Now, now we're back. Going. Well, how did Dell find you? How did Dale hear about you?
2: Mm-hmm. Dell
0: came up to
2: share what we do um, with our nonprofit. So he and his gang came up, the crew, to Minnesota, and we were able to share about what we do. And then we took him trail riding in northern Minnesota, took him to Itasca, the headwaters of the Mississippi and he did. We had a performance by the Minnesota Equestrian Drill Team, and almost not all our clients, but members of the various groups we serve were able to attend and have good food and watch that the, the um, equestrian team. And I and then Dell interviewed some of our clients, and I think I don't even know what they said, <laughs> but <laughs> but he and his um, his crew really. It seems they were touched by the work we do and um, and they understand we're believers and we go where he needs us and I, I'm guessing that's why he shared about us I, I'm not sure but they're the kindest people and um, it was an honor to have them visit us
0: Oh that's cool. I'm glad that you you were able to have that experience that's really neat.
2: Thank you thank you yes. it was it was really remarkable yeah humbling it's it awesome
0: and since, since you guys are non-profit do you have a fundraiser? Uh, oh yeah,
2: our biggest event it's our second annual boots and blue jeans and that is october 7th our first one was last year and that is held at in, in our area at um, the clearwater rodeo grounds we have a dinner dance um silent live auction and some of our um the Young Gals in our Pegasus program are performing on horseback, which is cool. Last year, the veterans did. Um, so that's that's our biggest fundraiser. Then we also have a 5K the week after. Um, what else do we do?
0: My goodness, you guys are busy <laughs> yeah, already. that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: um, yeah, then we do go to Road to the Horse, and um, we're just so honored to be their coffee sponsor. and we are able to sell our wares our coffee we've got t-shirts and and whatnot um cups and all that business
1: and all that all that just helps you help others it's it's such a neat world you
2: know that's kind of how it goes isn't it No, it's just a beautiful thing just try to encourage one another and help one another and, and that includes the horses we absolutely love our horses and um we take really good care of them and, and, and that they're able to help those who serve. So
1: How many horses are in your program?
2: Um, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our stop okay. answer. Um, currently we have 16 in our program, 12 are rescues. Yeah. Awesome. Quite a few are elderly. Um, and we have brought home elderly horses. In fact, one in particular, her name's Angel, um, That wasn't her name, but she was elderly, thin, and blind. And she was for sale for $400. And the writing on the wall didn't look good. She's turned out to be absolutely incredible. Um, She's thriving. Her weight is good. She's very patient, very friendly. And her lessons on trust are incredible. Um, She's blind, and yet she'll trust people.
0: I was thinking the same thing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, our latest two rescues actually came from texas and they are two belgians um big old sweethearts that were uh, they were on their way to slaughter and um our band our bar manager he drove straight went down stayed a couple days until they were able to be released and then he drove straight back and that's quite a haul from texas to minnesota and boy they were sick they were thin and sick and scarred and bloody but not anymore and they're doing really well. Um, they have one thing a new that's really
0: purpose. Cool
2: about the Belgians. We call them Yogi and Yeti. Oh,
0: that's cute! cute.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is after we are so grateful. Yeti actually sponsored us um, last year at Road to the Horse. We brought down some combat beds to enjoy the um, the competition and, and the show. And Yeti so kindly sponsored us with mugs and whatnot. So we wanted to honor them. So we, we named this big dude Yeti and it's pretty fun. So
0: That is fun.
2: But these, you know, the reason these guys caught my eye, I think is here are these beautiful, big horses, all beaten up, thin, head down, and it just washed over me. And I could cry. It's like our service guys and our police officers. They have a life of service. These horses served. They pulled. We can tell pull carts or whatever they pulled by the scars on their ears and their nose and and whatnot. But um, it just washed over me. They remind me so much of our vets or our pl- police officers. We've, we've worked with them as well. They serve. And they serve. And then they're kind of just, you know disrespected or discarded or put to the side and we thought no way that's not how the story ends so we brought him home and they really do resonate with a lot of our veterans it, it's really remarkable um in fact one of our beds, Yeti, was laying down and he got up and he walked over to this veteran and i said wow jeremy that's really cool he goes what i said he's typically a little afraid of men and Jeremy's so soft, and he himself has his own scars. And he said, Why is he all full of, why is he so beaten up? Why does he, he look like that? And he said, Well, Jeremy, he wasn't treated very well. And, I, and he, he looks at this big, beautiful horse and he says, It's okay, buddy. I've got my scars too. And you see this stuff, and they bonded. And there's a, kind of this unspoken knowing between the horses and, and people. Mm-hmm. And especially those that have gone through quite a bit of stuff. So that's Yogin Yeti, they're the latest rescues. Sorry for going on about that. Oh, no,
0: I love that story. I was going to ask you about a memory. I think that's a good one. A oh, good story. Yeah, yeah, that's,
2: yeah that's one that I, that question of like what stands out in my mind, there are so many things, so
0: many, so many beautiful moments that just, just happen. And it's pretty cool. I, I agree with you. I, I think God just leads those horses right to the individual they're supposed to work with.
2: Without a doubt, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a beautiful horse named Blue. And she herself, she's this beautiful, uh, Gruya quarter horse. And she came fan scarred, um, anxiety and all that. And that was years ago. She's, she's now, I would say, the El She's level-headed, beautiful, calm. But she's, she's not the first one to come to the fence. She, she'll stand back. So we call her our faraway horse. Well, there was a young woman that um, had tried to take her life. And her mother brought her out. And she didn't know what, I wasn't home. She said, can I go see the horses? And I said, you bet. So the mom said, what do I do? I said, well, just hang out. I'll be there in a bit. Well, this horse who was in the back of the pasture walks up to this person's daughter this horse puts her head around her and starts licking her arms and oh. hugging her and licking her. It was unbelievable. She knew, she knew. And this horse just always seems to know when people have really, really deep scars. So you see it time and time again. And it's, it's incredible. Oh, it is incredible. Oh, this, this particular person, she credits Blue with getting her self-esteem back, that she is a good person, is a good mother, and she
0: actually got her career back and, um, and she credits her songs name blue. Oh, that's, that's
2: so nice. Yeah,
0: it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I know you have so, hundreds of stories like that by now that you guys started five years ago. Yeah, we, we've got quite a few. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I hope you're jo- journaling. That, those are, <laughs> <laughs> like you yeah, have time. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. When's <laughs> she going to
1: have time?
0: <laughs> I understand yeah that's wonderful well Catherine let's tell our listeners you know if they want to donate or reach out to you for volunteering or you know to, to get onto your website why don't you communicate your how they're going to contact you so they can uh, reach out if they want to well,
2: First of all, thank you so much for having me on and letting me share our story um We appreciate that so much. As far as donating or volunteering, um, we've got our website, you can share, we've got our email on there and phone number. Um, For those that we do have, uh, because we're 501C3, there are people that donate through work. So that might be an option for people, even out of state, they're they're donating to our nonprofit. We have a donate button. Um, You guys probably know this as, as a cowgirl or a horse girl, you know, pretty independent here.
0: Uh So
2: for me to reach out and ask is really difficult, but the need is great. The work the horses do is amazing. And, um, we just appreciate any consideration
0: Mm -hmm. given to us. Okay. Well, we appreciate what you're doing too, because you know, it is important what you're doing. Um, it does change lives. It does change lives. Absolutely. So thank, thank you for you, following you know, God's you. guidance. Yeah.
1: Yes, helping so many well, people. You. Yeah, It was good well, talking you. with you.
0: Thanks to Del for the shout out. That was awesome. I know. <laughs> I thought so too. Good for you. Yeah. All right. Subscribe with us to follow our podcast and please provide a review. We appreciate your positive feedback, which enables us to provide our free podcast to <laughs> you. You can find links to their website at
2: ehalnews.com.
1: Music provided by Ed Mahan. Copyrights by Everything Horses and Livestock.